guys, welcome to Big Church Online. We are so excited that you've joined us today. If you're looking for any sermons or words of encouragement, you've come to the right place. While you're here, please subscribe, like, comment, share. That way you can stay up to date and help others find it as well. Now, let's get this week's sermon in progress. Well, if y'all know anything about me, I like to have fun. Um, but I'm not going to get into that just yet. But I just want us to remind us again, if you haven't already heard, Christmas is when? Saturday. At 10.15? 7 o'clock. Well, y'all may not be able to get in there if you were coming at 7. But uh, I read a statistic today that said during the holidays that if you invite people to come to church, 80% of the people will come during the holidays. That's Christmas and Easter. So we got some inviting to do. It's going to be 3 degrees next Saturday. Come on. But that doesn't matter. We're still going to be in the house. And the house is going to be warm. But you need to get someone in here. Invite someone this week. Invite your friends. Invite your neighbor. And let's just, uh, not just for numbers sake, but as she said in pre-service prayer, for the sake of somebody hearing the gospel, that it may just change their life. It, or not it may change their life. It will change their life if they receive it. So this morning too, and we had Santa in the house, but Santa was nothing compared to Mrs. Claus. Come on. Hey, y'all. And Santa Claus hit on her, and I finally had to say, that's my Mrs. Claus, boy. You, you better keep your claws off of her. I'm kidding. Your claws. Hey, that's pretty good. I didn't, I didn't even write that one down. I have to remember that one for later. But uh, no, it was good. We had a good time in the house. It was so fun and funny. But it's, it's just a good time that we all got together. But I want to talk to you this morning about what we've been talking about over the past few weeks during this Advent season. And, you know, we talked about peace. And, and the season that we're in, we need peace in this world. We're, I mean, come on, some of us lose our peace really fast. But the enemy is out, is out to try to steal our peace. But we got to understand that we have the prince of peace who lives in us and goes with us everywhere we go. Come on, you don't have to leave home. It ain't like American Express. You don't leave home without Jesus. We got hope. Pastor Minnie did an awesome job on her message, and she gave us a hope as an expectation. It's a trust that everything's going to be all right, even if it's all falling apart around you. We know that God is in control. But today, today, we're going to talk about joy. Come on, anybody got any joy in the house this morning? Well, if you don't have it, I'm hopefully by the time you leave here, you're going to get your joy meter overflowing because we need to have fun. We need to, we need to have fun just because the world knows that Christians aren't a bunch of stumps on a, stumps on a log. Man, I'm telling you what. I tell I'm from the country. But I like to joke. I think I'm pretty funny. Just ask me. Don't ask my wife. Sometimes I'll say something to her and she'll be like, that's really not funny. That's stupid. But everybody else is laughing, so I don't know whose sense of humor. Well, anyway, we're going on. But I've got a few quotes here. Life is short. Smile while you have teeth. Come on, remember that one. I like this one. I always arrive late at the office, but I make up for it by leaving early. Here's the relationship problems we have right now. Before you marry a person... You should first put them on an outdated computer with slow internet and see how they react. Come on, y'all know what I'm saying. Y'all lose your cool over the internet going down. But I like this one. I love being married. It's so great to find that perfect person to annoy for the rest of your life. 
She says, that's me. She, I wake up every day trying to figure out a way to annoy her because I get up in the morning and I drink and I gulp. That annoys her. I breathe. Listen, she's not trying to stop my breath. I have woke up a few times with a pillow over my face. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. But, uh, you know, I love to annoy my wife. And, and another quote was, even though you're grown up, don't ever stop being a kid. She, tell, she says, Rich, you're such a child all of the time. And she's right most of the time. But let me tell you what this child can do. This child can dance. Come on, I, got some, I can bust a move without losing a shoe. Uh, the movie Hitch, I'm not even going into that. That's me right there. But uh, today we want to celebrate the birth of joy. And in Luke 2.10, it says this. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Say great. great. Not just a little bit of joy, but great joy, which will be to all people. Joy is the expression of gladness. It's the expression of delight, well-being, and happiness. Let me tell you what. There's a couple of different uh, types of joy. Joy, the first one is associated with a sense of purpose and meaning in our lives. It's what you get up every, do, every day to go do, right? It's what you aim at every day. It's the joy that you get up to go. When you get out of bed, it's something you're aiming to get hold of. I, I, I look for opportunities during the day to express joy. I look for it all over the place. She says she hates to go to Kroger. I love to go to Kroger. I love to talk to everybody on every aisle. Come on, anybody, anybody crazy like me? I, I love doing that. I, you know, I... Monica thanked me for going shopping. I was like, no, that's right in my wheelhouse. I love it. Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> but it's what you aim at. And here's the thing about happiness. It's, it's not all about you. But the second type of joy is, associated with the, with not, is not associated with the meaning of life. It's more about the self of what we want. We always say, I'll be happy if I find that perfect husband or wife. They're not out there. Just ask her. I'll be happy if I have a bigger house. I'll be happy if I have a better job. And I'll be happy if I win the lottery. Anybody ever say that one? We bought some lottery tickets. I would be, maybe bring me a little bit of happiness. But listen, why is the United States one of the richest countries in the world and we rank 15 on the happy meter? Matter of fact, what is a happy meter? What do they do? Walk around and say, how happy are you? From 1 to 10. But I mean, why is that? Because in Luke 12, it says this. It reminds us that a person's life doesn't consist of the abundance of the things that they have. There are so many statistics that show that people have won lotteries are more miserable than they were before they had the money. I'd like to try it a little bit, give me a little misery, but... But that is not what life is consistent about it. And when we say this, we've lost our... This microphone's 100 can you turn this down just a little bit? I feel like I'm screaming at it, because I am. But why do we say we've lost our joy? Let me just tell you what. We, we lose our joy the moment we take our eyes off of Jesus. The moment we take our eyes off of him, we put it on our circumstances. We put it on people. We put it on situation. Our joy is lost when we get disconnected and when we get distracted. And when we forget that God is in control. And then we put everything else in front of him and we wonder why we've lost our joy. Christians understand that joy and happiness are not the same. Does anyone fight over the thermostat in your house? 
Because you're hot and you're cold, you're yes and you're no, you're in. Yes. I, got, I live with Katy Perry here. You know, she's, she's hot one minute and she's cold the next minute and I'm burning up and I'm freezing. And, and you know what? We fight over that all of the time. But happiness is a thermometer and joy is a thermostat. What a thermometer does, it takes the temperature and a thermostat controls the temperature. If happiness is the thermometer, the thermometer reflects the temperature of the environment. It has one purpose, to tell you what the temperature is in the room. Our happiness thermometer reads great when things are going well. Come on. How about we're just, we're awesome when everything's going great, right? But as soon as it goes south, our temperature starts to rise. Oh, come on, y'all. You got any hotheads in the house this morning? It's dictated by our circumstances. Thermometers react to their surroundings, and, and when tensions are high and when tensions are low, they can either lose their cool or they can heat up. On the other hand, joy is a, thermo is a thermostat. A thermostat regulates the environment. Listen, joy is a deep sense of delight and gladness and well-being that's not swayed by our feelings. Whew. How many live on their feelings? Oh, come on, y'all, yeah, we, we, we have some therapy for you after church. It's called the altar. <laughs> but we live by our feelings, and we're so swayed, and I'll be happy if, and, you know, and, and we cannot live on our feelings. Are we relying on our happiness, or is the joy of the Lord our strength? So many times we, we try to find joy in everything else but God, because joy comes from a belief. Look at, listen to what Romans 8, 28 says. And we know... That all, say all, all, all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. It's believing that all things work together for the good, even when you don't see everything working together for the good. Listen, we live in a world where everything's not going to be work out for you perfectly all the time. But we have to know the end picture of everything that we do. God is walking with us each and every day, and so we can have joy in that. Joy is a sense in knowing that God can cause us to smile even when, whew, she's telling me to slow down, even when all hell is breaking loose. I'm not talking about a fake smile. I'm talking about a smile that you know there's a confidence in you that no matter what's going on in my life, I can smile through this. No matter what the hell is coming through in my life, I can smile through this. Joy is a sense also with walking with Jesus every day and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. When you go your own way and you have your own GPS, you usually end up in joyless land. But when you allow the Holy Spirit and God to move, he takes you where you need to be. How do we have joy when things aren't going our way? We laugh. <laughs> Kenan, our son, will watch something sometimes and, and, and he'll just, I mean, he will uncontrollably laugh and sometimes it's not even funny but let me tell you what laughter does laughter is infectious because he starts laughing so hard that after a while we're dying laughing because he's laughing at something that's probably stupid but let me tell you something there's spiritual and there's emotional and there's physical benefits to laughter proverbs 17 22 says a cheerful heart is good medicine Whatever medicine you're on, maybe try laughter a little bit during the week. Maybe try to laugh through some of the things and watch something funny. Y'all like Jim Gaffigan? Anybody watch, watch Jim Gaffigan? 
he, he, very clean comic. I mean, he might say a cuss word every once in a while. He's hilarious. Sometimes when I just want to laugh, I just, I flip him on just to hear because I like to laugh. But science has proven why the Bible tells us to laugh because it's good for our health. Harvard study shows that there are more that you laugh and you approach life positively, the fewer chronic diseases you're going to have. Other studies have shown that it boosts your immune system. You have a less chance of a heart attack. Come on, I'm trying to be a doctor in the house. Dr. Jesus gives us joy. It lowers your blood pressure. It fights stress, depression, and pain. Come on, somebody just got to laugh in the house sometimes. It makes you live longer. Miss Pastor Minnie's going to live to 120 because I make her laugh. I don't know. She laughs at me sometimes. Sometimes I get this, you're so stupid. But on the other hand, constantly negative people have a higher risk of having chronic ailments. You ever been around somebody? Well, how are you doing? I'm just Eeyore from um, Winnie the Pooh. Well, it's clouds are over the day. and I'm You know what? It could be a cloudy day, and I hate winter, but I'm not going to let winter steal my joy. Right, Pastor Mindy? Right, she's got her head down. We have to understand that we have to laugh, and sometimes you've got to laugh when you get a chance to. You've got to smile even when you don't worry, even when you don't. And sometimes you've got to see, don't worry, be happy. Come on. Come on, somebody just needs to put some, huh? Here's a little song I wrote. Don't, I don't know the words to it, but don't worry, be happy. Hey, listen, I told you, the last two weeks have been kind of heavy. I want us to laugh today. I want us to leave here joyous. The King of kings and Lord of lords came to give us joy, joy. Things we got to remember about joy. Number one, Jesus is the source of our joy. John 15, 11 says, These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. He doesn't want us to be a little bit joyful. He wants to have it be, us be full of joy. He says, my joy, not the one, not joy like mine. Jesus wants church to be joyful. Oh, here we go. Psalms 100. Make a joyful shout. And some of it says make a joyful noise. I've heard some of y'all sing. Chiha, <laughs> what are we doing there? Make a joyful shout to the Lord or noise, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. So if you don't know how to sing, it's okay. He said, make a noise. If you don't know how to carry a tune, he said, shout. Don't walk in here all glum. Come on, sometimes you just got to shout it out. And that's not for laundry. But we can shout. That's a dad joke. We can shout. I mean, we can go to we can go to football games and act, act crazy, can't we? We can go. We can have games at home. Y'all have game night and it's crazy. You can't even get a word in edgewise. Everybody's screaming and hollering, having a good time. But we can't make noise in church. Come on, make a joyful noise. Serve the Lord with gladness. You got to show that God. You got a chance to be in the house every time you're in the house. You know why we have to do that? We treat. Church like a funeral, but it's a resurrection. It's good news. It's joyous news. Jesus came. He was, he was born for us. He lived for us, and he died for us. This, we ought to be happy each and every day. He's alive. We need to be joy to the world, not just sing it. 
And it's an expression of whose we really are. I remember I used to go to church with a lady. And man, when it comes time for praise and worship, she came up to the front. And I mean, she worshiped. She didn't care what she looked like. She didn't care what she sounded like. She was there. And listen, it wasn't for show because you could see it. Man, her eyes would be closed. She wouldn't worry about it. And I remember the pastor asking her one day, she said, have you, what, you know, what is it? She said, you don't know what it took for me to get this joy. She said, I ain't letting the rocks cry out for me. I'm not letting someone else be joyous in my place. I'm going to have joy for myself. Listen, you don't know sometimes that joy when somebody's praising God. You don't know where, how hard they had to work to get that joy. Listen, sadness holds us captive, but gladness sets us free. Listen, just like the Grinch tried to steal, steal their joy, number two, joy cannot be taken away without your permission. Y'all don't leave your keys in the car, do you? Some of y'all do. <laughs> Tell me where you live. I like to come for a ride. <laughs> Running? That's even better. That's awesome. But but you lock your doors at your house when you go to bed, right? I grew up in the I grew up in eastern Kentucky, and I can tell you with a surety, when we were kids, my dad never locked any door. We used to leave the keys in the car. Now in the last 20 years, he locks everything up. He double locks the cars up. I mean, he ain't gonna leave nothing sitting out now because we live in a different world than we did 20 or 30 years ago. It's not the same way, but there's the same way the enemy comes in. He tries to steal him and steal your joy. But if you invite him in and you leave the keys in the car, he can come in and steal it a whole lot easier, right? Some things, some examples of stealing your joy are traffic. You losing your peace when you're driving. Come on, somebody. Um, I've said this many times. I used to get the play-by-play of the Gene Snyder. All of a couple of weeks ago when I said, no, I got to go. I can't hear this no more. But it would be like, get out of my lane. Uh, they had a lane for Mindy. It's the fast lane. And no matter how fast she's going, everybody ought to be out of it. But what do you do when, when the internet goes down at your house? Does that steal your joy? Come on. How about when, how about when AT&T went down a couple years ago? Man, there was people lined up around the building, and they were protesting because the phone service went down. What steals our joy? Pastor Johnny still needs inner healing from something his sister did. He washed, she washed his favorite jeans and got bleach on them, and he still hurt over that. We're going to pray for him after special. We'll lay hands on him up here. But listen, that was way before bleach was uh, popular, right? Now when they throw bleach on them, they cut them all up and everything. But seriously, what, what do we allow things to happen years ago to steal our joy today? Why do we allow worry? Why do we allow regret? Why do we allow grudges? Come on, somebody. There's somebody you need to make up for in your family right now. Oh, Life is short, y'all. Life is short. I'm leaving it there. Other things that steal our joy is complaining. And Trey hit on this one. He stole it from me. Comparison. We're always trying to compare ourselves with someone else, and it steals our joy. Listen, be the best you you can be. God said you are fearfully and you are wonderfully made. Your, your DNA is like no one else. Your fingerprints are, are only yours. So live your life in joy. You don't have to be compared to someone else. We have to guard and protect our joy. And number three, 
know that joy is a choice. Joy is not getting what you want. It's appreciating what you have. Joy isn't always the easiest choice. It's not always the obvious choice, but it's a choice. Pastor Rick Warren said this. He said, joy is the settled assurance that God is in control of all the details of my life. And the quiet confidence that ultimately everything is going to be all right. Don't worry, be happy. And the determined choice to praise God in every situation. Number four, joy is trusting God. Listen, Mary risked it all. I'm sorry. She risked it all. She risked being shamed. She risked possibly being shunned. She risked possibly being killed because in those days, if you had a baby out of wedlock, that was a whole lot worse than they are now. She risked all those because, but it didn't matter because the joy that was set before her overshadowed everything that she was going to experience. Paul said this, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, he said again, if you didn't hear me for the ones in the back row, he said again, I say rejoice. He wrote that sitting in a prison cell Come on, I'm of a, we're sitting on our warm couch and we don't have joy. He says, joy, he said, again, I say rejoice. You can choose joy anytime, anywhere, anytime. I said that twice. Hebrews 12, 2 says this, here's Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame. He knew what he was about to go through and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You know why he could experience that joy? Because he never lost sight of where he was headed. He never lost sight of who was gonna be sitting here in 2022 in big church on a Sunday morning. He never lost sight of it because he knew his mission. That was why he had the joy. Jesus told three stories in Luke 15. All of them were about finding something. There was a coin, there was a sheep, and there was a son. Prodigal son's my favorite. All three of these, he rejoiced because he got reconnected and restored. Number five, joy is something that God can restore. I'm wound up this morning, y'all. Psalms 51.12 says this. Listen, restore to me the joy of my salvation. Uphold me with your generous spirit. Do you remember when you first got saved? Oh, you were filled with joy. You told everybody about it. I mean, your experience was like, man, I'm, you're about to take on hell with a, with a squirt gun. You, you, were, you were ready. But after a while, you know, you told everybody you never missed church or events. Oh, crickets. But you know what? Over the time, you may have lost some of that joy or, or maybe you've lost all of it. I don't know. But I got new, good news for you today. It's still available. God wants us to be joyful. He wants to restore our joy. So if you've lost it, what does restoration look like? It looks like this. Jesus, take me back. Hey, I'm not recommending going back to the past, but sometimes we gotta go back to our first altar. Sometimes we gotta go back to that time when we had all the joy and and peace and say, God, restore that to me when I felt so connected to you that nothing else mattered. Y'all remember that time? Maybe if you haven't felt that in a long time, I think you need your joy restored. God needs to restore. It was a time when I knew who I was in you. And thank you for reminding me what Philippians says here, Philippians 1.6. It says, being confident 
of this, that he who began a good work in you, he began something and he's gonna finish it. He will carry it on to completion. He will finish what he starts as long as you don't stop. Come on, as long as you don't stop. He said, he, he, Jesus said, if you'll draw nigh to me, I will draw nigh to you. You've got to give, you have to be able to go where he's going. You've got to finish it. Thank you for refreshing me, Jesus. Romans 15, 13 says this. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow in confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joy plus peace equals hope. Life right now may, not, may feel stressful and guests are coming to your house. Some you may want at your house, some you may not. Come on, y'all got any Cousin Eddie's out there? You're like, oh, he's, Colby's here. Yeah, I mean, I'm kidding. Colby, our son, is sitting on the front row. He's our Cousin Eddie of the, of the family. He's our, Je he's our Jesco White. No, I'm kidding. That's, that's another story right there. But, you know, some you're gonna like, some you're not. You're gonna have gifts to buy and, and you're gonna, you know, you don't wanna leave anyone out. You probably spent too much money already and it ain't even Christmas yet, right? Y'all know what I'm talking about. You got year-end deadlines and then you just have all the human emotions of the holidays. All we have to do is we have to remember that God is the source of all things. He's the source of our peace. He's the source of our hope. He's the source of our joy. He is everything that you could need. He is the total package. So here's a few things you can do to practice joy every day. This is simple things right here, right? And listen, joy is something that can be developed. Anybody got any bad habits? I don't know. Anybody got any habits in here, good or bad? Okay. I'm not going to ask you about your bad ones because we need to lay them down at the altar in Jesus' name. But joy is something that can be developed over time, just like a habit. First thing you got to do is you got to give thanks every single day. Take time to think about at least one thing that God has done in your life. Come on, he's done more than one. But take at least, uh, find one thing in your life and focus on that and say, God, thank you so much. I appreciate you, God. God, you don't know I wouldn't be here without you. Thank you. Here's another thing. Do something fun every day. Every day, do something fun. How many of us live life and we never have any fun? We just kind of, uh, can I just be honest with you? help someone every day. I love to go to the grocery store. I love to say Merry Christmas. I say Merry Christmas to everybody that I'm walking down the aisle to. Some of them are looking at me like, yeah, who's he? But you don't know the joy that you can spread by just one word. You don't know the effect you can have on someone by just a smile out in Kroger. Took someone to Kroger with me one day, said, I ain't going back with you because you talk to everybody. Jim, we just get it honest. I don't know. That's just the way, that's who I am. But let's talk to, each, talk to people each day. Let's smile at people and let's help someone. Why does he want us to be joyful? So that we can affect the world around us. It's not just joy to have inside of your own stuff. God wants us to have inner peace and joy, but he wants us to affect our families. He wants to affect our, how many love to bring joy into your workplace? I have a joyous workplace. My, my employees are awesome. They have a great boss. Is I have my boss, and then they have their bosses. So, But how would you like to take joy into your workplace? Some of your coworkers, they just need what you got. And if you never tell them about the joy that you've experienced in Christ, I'm telling you, shame on you. 
Sorry, shame on you. Let's take joy into our families. Let's take joy around the table. Let's laugh. Let's have fun. Because let me just tell you again, life is short. God wants us to, when he said laughter is good medicine, oh, I think we need to get up and have a good old belly laugh. All Ho, ho, ho. Belly laugh every day. And if you need to laugh, you can call me and I'll tell you a joke. Some of them are funny, some of them are dads. But I just want us to know the joy of the Lord is our strength. His joy is what gets us through each and every day when we're going through things because we're all gonna go through some stuff, some hard times. Let's all stand if we would, please. Joy goes beyond our circumstances. Joy goes beyond our situation. Joy is deep rooted in God and the plan he has for your life. Maybe you're sitting here a little bit this morning, you're kind of joyless, you're like, ah, I just feel like I'm going through the motions of life. And is there any, really a plan for me? Yes, he says, I have a good plan for you. That plan didn't stop. He said, when you start it, he's faithful to complete it. How long has it been since you felt joy? Have you taken an inventory and said, man, why am I, why don't I have joy anymore? And maybe you're just a grumpy old person that's always been grumpy your whole life. Listen, you need to have the joy of the Lord. Let it be your strength. Oh, my gosh. There's a place that the enemy has robbed you of your joy. And this morning, I want you to go to that place as we get ready to sing. And I want you to ask God to restore to me the joy of my salvation. Restore to me the smile that I used to have on my face. Restore to me that peace that I, that I, it was the peace that I didn't understand at a time. Restore it to me, God. He is faithful to meet you in whatever you need. If, you do, if you've never experienced salvation, he's here. He's here. You ask him, say, Lord, forgive me for my sins. And you gotta mean it. Forgive me for my sins. I accept you as my savior. Come into my heart and make me new. Let me have that joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Let me have that joy that I see others have. So this morning, I just want to let you know that joy is here. Peace is here. Hope is here. All you have to do is come and accept it. Thank you for joining us today. If you're looking for more information or resources, you can visit mybigchurch.com or follow us on social media at mybigchurch. We love you guys. See you soon.